Auto Line Daily is brought to you by Bridgestone. For drivers who want to get the most out of their cars, it's Bridgestone or nothing. Dow Automotive Systems. Improving durability and increasing design flexibility with Betamate structural adhesives at DowBetamate.com. And by Hyundai. Experience the 2011 Hyundai Sonata today at HyundaiSonata.com. This is AutoLine Daily for July 20, 2011, and there's quite a bit of electric car news today, so let's get started. GM and OnStar will launch the first real-world smart grid technology for electric cars later this year. The pilot program in Raleigh, North Carolina, will give utilities insight into how and where electric vehicles are charged, as well as the impact this has on the grid. Hundreds of employees at energy companies throughout the region will drive leased Chevy Volts. OnStar will track the car's electrical consumption via a feature called Atoms, Advanced Telematics Operations Management System. The data will help utilities forecast demand and determine the best locations to put charging stations. In related Volt news, GM restarted production of the extended range electric at its plant in Hamtramck, Michigan. 2012 models are now rolling off the line, or maybe I should say flying off the line. According to the Detroit News, assembly was halted for about a month as the company retooled the plant to make room for the 2013 Malibu. This helped triple, you heard me right, triple volt production. And hopefully this will help GM catch up with demand. Only one in nine Chevy dealers that sell the car actually have one in stock. What I tell you, there's still more EV news. Toyota's hybrid technology is going to help ease electricity shortages in Japan. How? Well, about 40 Prius cars are being fitted with special power systems that should allow people to run appliances from the juice stored in the batteries. You can think of them as big, expensive, but very mobile emergency generators. And in yet more related EV news, Nissan announced it's increasing the number of markets where it's going to sell the LEAF in the U.S., as well as increasing the price. The base car now starts at $35,200. That's $2,500 more than before. The higher trim model starts at $37,250, and that's more than $3,500 than before. Both models now come standard with a battery warmer, heated steering wheel, and heated seats in both the front and rear. The high trim model also gets a fast charging plug. Interestingly, last month GM cut the price of the Volt by $1,000 by dropping Bose speakers and the nav system. The base Volt now costs just under 40 grand. Speaking of Nissan, a number of automakers are claiming their compact cars get 40 miles per gallon on the highway. But we ran into Larry Dominique, the head of product planning for Nissan in North America, who points out that just looking at the highway number may not be the best way to judge which car gets the best fuel economy. The whole issue of 40 miles per gallon has become quite a buzz of late. What people aren't understanding is on a lot of the products that are out there, not all, but a lot of the products, it requires quite a bit of additional cost to get you there. You have to buy a $600 package, a $900 package, a $1,900 package. Well, the reality is on a day-to-day basis, it's really your combined fuel economy. That's really your day-to-day. It's that mixture of highway driving, city driving. And the Versa, for example, is at 33 miles per gallon combined, which puts us right at the top with the leader in the segment. 
So we'll be tied with leadership for that, which means on an ownership basis, the cost of ownership will be probably best in class or right with that. So to us, it's kind of a, a bit of a fallacy. It's a great marketing number, but on a day-to-day -day basis, the cost of ownership is what's important, especially in an entry segment like where the Versa plays. Traditionally, convertibles have made up around 2% of the U.S. market, but ever since the economy crashed a few years back, demand for convertibles went south along with it. According to Polk, last year, convertibles only made up 1.2% of the U.S. market. Sales have improved this year, increasing 3% compared to last, but this is way behind the overall market, which is up 15%. In other words, convertibles are losing market share. The top three selling convertibles in the U.S. through May of this year are the Chevy Camaro, Ford Mustang, and the Mercedes E-Class. And yet another sign the U.S. economy is slowly getting back on its feet. Harley-Davidson more than doubled its net profit in the most recent quarter. And it was able to do that because its motorcycle sales in the U.S. were up for the first time in nearly five years. The company says consumers are still skittish about the economy, but prices of used motorcycles are so strong, more people are buying new ones. Harley's overseas sales were also up, but not as strongly as in the U.S. Coming up next, it's time for You Said It. And now it's time for some of your feedback. Mark wrote in to say, John, on your review of the A8, I couldn't help but notice how huge and oversized the grill is. Do you think the styling trend of oversized grills has run its course and fuel economy standards will push automakers to cleaner noses on their cars? No, Mark, I think this giant grill thing is just getting going. It's a way for an automaker to have its cars instantly recognized. And as cars get more aerodynamic, one way to keep them distinct is with bold front ends. And you'd be surprised how aerodynamic those big grills can actually be. MJB also had something to say about Audis. He says, I'm going to have to take your word for it that Audis have the best interiors because I just don't see it. Well, MJB, in my view, BMWs have somewhat coarse-looking interiors. Mercedes-Benz is just starting to look dated, at least to my eye, and Cadillacs can look a touch busy. And while Lexus does have a rich-looking interior, Audi just seems to do the best blend of modern, luxury, and design. Seawolf says, Your suggestion about the UAW receiving profit-sharing in the form of stock has my gears turning. On the negative side, stocks are speculative. However, there may be an advantage for higher-income tradespeople Cashing in the stock at a tax rate of just 15% may result in a honey of a deal. That's a great point, Seawolf. I also think that management would be far more generous if they paid profit sharing to line workers in stock instead of cash. After all, it's a lot easier for a company to print shares of stock. It's me, Bill. Saw our report on the Chrysler workers getting caught partying on their lunch break and says, some of my good friends are UAW and they are great. It's the dudes like those in this story that bring everyone else down to their level and whom the union goes out of their way to protect. 
Well, I'm not sure if the union goes out of its way to protect those workers, but it was disappointing that their fellow UAW workers who turned them in had to go to a local television station to get any action rather than going through the union or the company. And G.A. Brannigan also weighed in on this issue. I don't care who smokes weed, he says. Hell, I do, and I'm legal. But doing anything where you work is wrong on every level. Maybe someone should check old Sergio Macaroni and see if he blazes one or more at work. That would seem to make sense. Well, G.A., I sincerely doubt that Sergio is smoking weed on the job. And while there may be white-collar people who are doing it, the Chrysler line workers got caught because they were blatantly doing it every day out in the open. Hey, if you missed the live open line call this month, don't forget that you can listen to the podcast version right now at bit.ly slash open line. Michelle Naranjo and Chelsea Sexton interview Mark Dill from the Indianapolis Motor Speedway about what it's doing to make racing green. And mark your calendars for the next show with GM's marketing chief, Joel Lewanek, on Tuesday, August 2nd at 8 p.m. Eastern Time. It's all at bit.ly slash open line. And that's today's report. Thanks for watching. We will see you tomorrow.